What's up, real estate world? It's your favorite hooligans back at it again with another episode. I'm Tanner Hall. This is Ryan Sexton. And we are doing the deed. Number one podcast in the world, Craig. Not the city, but the world. So have you listened to any podcast recently that debuted us? Uh, no, I just listen to ours every day, actually. Now, so. It's <laughs> the number one we've real just, estate podcast. We've just so. transitioned to <laughs> what listening to only us. This is this is a huge growth um, a, a huge growth spurt for you. It is because you didn't ever listen to the yeah, podcast. Not in the beginning. Not in the beginning. <laughs> so this this is to help me get out of my comfort zone and also learn more stuff about real estate because we're engulfed in this every day. So we have a pulse <laughs> on the market, and at the end of the day, it's always fun to have new guests on, and I'm excited. I'm excited for to hear sure. what uh, Sarah has to say. So Tanner, let's get the proper intro. Yeah, for sure. So. The reason why we are wearing these construction hats is because we have <laughs> the <Pierogi> queen. Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Uh, no, Pittsburgh Pickle, yeah. Pierogi Slayer. I'm Pierogi just repping PGH. Yeah, that's great. We've got the queen of new construction, Sarah Media of Remax Select. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Sorry for the pause there. We don't have our headphones on yet, so we can't hear that. Yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, we'll throw them on in a second. Yeah, we but. wanted to have these on to get everybody excited to learn about new construction, yeah, right? For sure, so, for sure. And like the big, big things you got going on. I'm I'm super pumped yep, to hear yep. all about it. Yeah, this um, is the first time I'm getting to meet Sarah, so I'm yeah. excited. And, and uh, I've you know I've sat down. I met Sarah a bunch of times now. Actually, we uh, met at a new construction site. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. Real way back nice. <laughs> that's right that's right i was standing there with a fanny it was during my fanny pack days oh, standing there with a fanny pack on i yeah. actually <laughs> still wear a fanny pack so i yeah. know all of that yeah, you're allowed to wear <laughs> yes. it and I'm, you know i question <laughs> <laughs> they are convenient am they I are right? they are They're really good they are. Yeah. i like it <laughs> so um when did you get your start? So I know that you grew up in where San Diego or, or California or I'm actually from Pittsburgh, okay, but from I have Pittsburgh. lived all over. Okay, as an okay. Adult. Yes, I did live in San Diego. Okay, a little okay, surfer cool. girl right here. That's really, so that's cool. awesome. <laughs> so where all did you bounce from? You grew up here. Where'd you grow up? Um, well, I'm originally from North Allegheny High School, cool. but okay. my family's from Brighton Heights, and nice. uh, I live in Lawrenceville. Yeah, been down there for ten years. Wow, but uh. I did move to Maui, San Diego, yeah, and I really? traveled a lot too. <laughs> wow. so. We just did yes. our honeymoon in Maui last year, oh, and it was absolutely amazing, like yeah. insane. So why'd you come back? <laughs> it's a long story. All right, it's, it's, all all right. good, it's all good reasons, yeah. but it's a long story. Gotcha. But, you know, Pittsburgh is home, but it is. I do love mm. the beach. I do mm. find like people that when they move away from Pittsburgh, like it's great to go do that. And I don't know how long you moved away for, but a lot of people always tend to make their way back slowly but surely. You know, surely. we call it the boomerang effect. Oh, really? Oh, is that oh, what we yeah. call it? <laughs> I've never left, so I, I've just been here. So yeah. I don't know what we call I that. I kind of did that. I mean, yeah. I I grew up in Oil City, so okay. like an hour and fifteen minutes north of here. Um, went out to Connecticut for five years and then came back to, to oh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's sweet. Pittsburgh's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's changing so much, and there's so right. much to get into. So I love it. Yeah, yeah. So getting into yes. When did you get into real estate? So. I have actually had my license for a while. I can't believe it's been 17 years. Oh, so wow. It's That's been awesome. a minute. That's awesome. But my background previously, I did a lot in advertising and design. I actually have an art degree. 
Cool. Um, I That's built websites and did graphic design, and I was actually doing things for real estate agents. Oh, she wow. gets rap horns. Hey. 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 Yeah, we're transitioning. The hats are fun. Save this for later. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Now I can hear. All right. That's perfect. Oh, that's a little better. Oh, you guys sound so like deep voices. (laughs) We're actually a late night podcast. I didn't know what I signed up for. (laughs) Uh, So luckily Tanner put his shirt on before you got here. I did. I really appreciate that. Just for you though. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So where were we? Keep going. So. Yeah, you have an you have a graphic design degree. Is that yeah, what you that's what arts? I actually did prior to real estate in my own company, doing oh. freelance work. But long story short, my whole family has a background in real estate. Um, okay. My dad's a builder oh, over wow. forty five years. My brother wow. works with my dad. They're both brokers. Uh, my dad started at Remax actually in the seventies. I'm a Remax yeah. agent myself. So yeah. it's like part of our lineage and oh, that's cool. Grew up with blueprints everywhere since I was a kid. Really? So, yeah. Really? Yeah. Is your brother the, a builder now you said as well? He's working at media homes oh, and that's great. That's so awesome. They do beautiful work. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. So no wonder you're the construction queen, right? So, <laughs> it's bound to happen. Yeah, yeah. You went to Maui and came back. So yeah, yeah. it's bound to happen. That's pretty cool. So 17 years uh, and your family has a background in real estate. What was it like getting into it? Were you kind of, were you pretty confident, you know, jumping right into real estate after you had a degree and did your graphic design company and all that stuff? Or like, what was the leap? So long story, very short. I love working with people mm-hmm. and Someone that I really respected at the time reached out to me and was like, you should really be in sales. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, you see that in me? And they're like, well, you're really good at it. How many websites could you sell? I'm like, a lot. I could sell a lot. I just can't build them all. And then I thought about it. I'm like, well, what would I like to sell if I were to go into sales? And I thought about tech. Uh, But with houses, you're actually meeting a need for someone. And I really Mm -hmm. like that aspect of being able to help someone. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, having the background also growing up with houses, I was already familiar with that area. Yeah, that's (laughs) awesome. That's awesome. So when did you you came back to Pittsburgh 10 years ago? Is that when you jumped in basically? Oh, not 10 years ago. Oh, I thought you said 10 years ago. Sorry about that. When did you come back to Pittsburgh? It's been a while. I've been doing this for 17 years. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Keep up. Keep up. Hey, That's you know okay. What? We're all good. Yeah, we're, we're all good. We're just getting warmed up, all right? So. <laughs> That's great. Now I lost my train of thought, so go ahead. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you always been with Remax, or did you start with another brokerage? Have you bounced I around? I started at Remax. Um, I left for a couple years early on mm-hmm. uh, just to get some additional training, but now my office offers all of that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I've just been really happy where I'm at, and I like their business model, so it's been a good fit for me. I know different brokerages offer different things, but it's been really great. And they've been very yeah. supportive with the new construction aspect, yes. so because it's yes. oftentimes you're kind of – figuring it out as you go because there's not really a set like path it's not the same as when you're helping someone list and buy a resale there's a lot more involved gotcha tell us a little bit about that because i've never built a house yeah i've heard good stories i've heard not so good stories so if you're someone that is looking to build where do you even get started so it really depends on what that buyer is looking to do. So I've actually been really fortunate that I do a lot of work in the city limits, but also in the suburbs. So if like I built my house, actually, I built my house, my first house I built out in Butler County. Okay, I sold nice. it since. Yeah. and then 
12 years ago, I bought property in Lawrenceville and I actually built my house in Lawrenceville. So I've had experience oh, in both. 12 years ago. I know. <laughs> oh, that's good. It was Smart. a very different time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very different time yeah. back then. Well, that was a good investment. Yeah, so yes, that's good. Sure. Yeah. So that's where you live now. Now, but do you invest in, keep going. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, so if you were a buyer, like, you know, really you have the option to custom build from scratch. That's where you find your land and you find an architect and a builder um, there's a lot more involved with that. But if you have a really good team, like someone like my dad's company, Media Homes, like they help you like start to finish. Um, but there's also options like in the suburbs and in the city, like I'm helping a builder in Lawrenceville. We have a community, Aura District, and those houses have already set floor plans and they have different finishes that you pick from. Uh, okay. So it's semi-custom versus custom where you're doing everything from scratch. So there's more involvement with the buyer depending which direction that you would go, mm -hmm. if that God. makes sense. No, that makes perfect yeah. sense. So um, are you the one you built in Lawrenceville, was that from scratch? Because you said you just bought the land. Yeah, so the well, there was a house there, but it's a long story. But yeah, basically I worked with an architect and I was able to use some of my father's workers, mm -hmm. but I actually hired a foreman that was down there full time every day. I nice. couldn't be there, yeah. but he was my ears. He was my eyes. He worked with the utility companies. There's so much. I, that's honestly how I got my crash course on new construction in Did the city. Yeah. And I had to learn how to get my permits, how to work like with zoning. Yeah the different licenses that you need. I had a general contractor's license for a minute. Like there was wow. a lot. And you that's yourself. Well, because I was pulling permits, Let's like you go. had to get that's different so things. Cool. That's <laughs> awesome. So that was uh, the way I learned truthfully. But that's like a testament to you working hard and like working through roadblocks. Right. Yes. Instead of like getting stuck where a lot of people, oh, God, I can't pull a permit. You know, I'm not a general contractor. Okay, this option is completely shut off to me now. Yeah. Where, where you're like, hey. I'm going to get a building permit. <laughs> yeah. And you the figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the fact and that. And I did you... a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I did. <laughs> I just like the fact that you've actually done it, right? So there's people that say they specialize in XYZ, mm -hmm. but some people have never done it, right? So you actually have gone through all the ups and downs and the horror stories and the, the winds and yep. everything. So to actually get you to the finish line. Yeah, so for sure. Is this your forever home? in Lawrenceville like your dream home that you built truthfully like as long as I'm in Pittsburgh I like there's so many great places but I love Lawrenceville like okay. I really mm -hmm. do it's like my home I love walking everywhere I have yeah. a killer roof deck oh that's yeah. awesome so that's I don't awesome. have it and I have garage space oh really so, yes. okay so, oh that's awesome unless there was a big reason right now I'm very comfortable I enjoy it yeah yeah gotcha. <laughs> So you mentioned there earlier the Aura District, yeah. right? So tell us about this. This is new construction. That's, that's a, whole, a big development. Yeah, right? a oh, really big oh, development. Yeah. Whole district. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's a district. Awesome. Okay, yes. tell us a little yes. bit about that. So um, it's a multi-phase approach. So we're right now. There's 21 townhouse style houses that are being built. We have Phase One, which are nine homes. Okay. Uh, we just went on the market around the holidays. We already have several under contract. Oh, nice. And uh, it's great. In Davina architects, uh, e-properties and developers of the development group. Okay. Um, Continuum is our builder. They're building it. So oftentimes when you build in the city on these larger projects, you're going to have a team of different people, a developer, 
a builder. Gotcha. You need to have a really great architect. We also have an interior designer by Benetti. She's helping us source all of our finishes. Oh, wow. So the buyers that come on sooner than later, because we're already coming out of the ground, they're able to actually customize all their finishes and work with our designer to put yeah. together their look. Now, I remember at the Lawrenceville loss, I feel like you partnered with uh, uh, some furniture company, possibly, right? Um, for the finishes or just for, or yeah, wasn't it, wasn't one of the, there were like different, um, like Perlora was there. Right. Is that right, what you're, right. maybe you're thinking Ex exactly. of? Exactly. So, so yeah, have you partnered with like Perlora or anybody like that for the, or that district? was that, um, project, which is the same developer actually had won the Pittsburgh ultimate house that's award. That's what I'm talking and about. And so they would bring in different vendors who mm -hmm. were furnishing the mm -hmm. units gotcha. for a tour. So we yeah. don't have a furniture supplier, but I know the designer has access to furniture. If someone okay. would need that help. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good that's memory. Really that's actually where we met. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, also, I also met uh, Emeka there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, just tell the people about Emeka a little bit. He is the, he's behind. He's the developer. He's yeah. the owner of E-Properties. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's been involved in Lawrenceville. I want to say, like, he can answer best, but I feel like it's been at least a decade, if not wow. more. Wow. The site where Aura District is, I know he's owned this for many years, so they're putting in the 21 houses, but when you drive by, there's an old church, Holy Family Church, okay. and they're going to be restoring that and putting condos into the church, so the Very structure cool. will still be there. That's why they have such a big piece of land. I mean, where mm -hmm. do you find land to put a community in the east end yeah. <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist yeah exactly so but he's been involved with renovations new construction and yeah. i believe possibly even some rentals and whatnot too and where is it exactly where is your district? so i can give you some uh landmarks in lawrenceville okay. so yeah Condado tacos. Yep. Nice. Okay. So if you go <laughs> you get got your my tacos attention. and your margaritas, <laughs> uh, you just go one block behind Condado. Okay. It's right gotcha. there. That's so gotcha. I feel like that's easier than saying 43rd and Summit, but you could mm -hmm. put that into your GPS. Yes. 43rd and Summit cool. will take you there too. Gotcha. Yeah. Go stop at Condado's, have a taco, have a margarita, go buy a go buy a home at the Ora District. I, love it. <laughs> I feel like you should always drink before a big financial decision. For sure. I, yeah, Not too cool. much, but yes. definitely have, take <laughs> the edge <laughs> off. Take the edge off, right? So that's smart. Yeah. I like that. We had a nice little streak where we're getting drunk. On yeah. The yeah. <laughs> Just sign right here, right? <laughs> no, no, we don't recommend that no, you drink heavily. Okay. Um, no, but that's so. You're in phase one now. So how long is phase one? So you're going to sell all nine of those. Yeah. Once we have the nine sold, then when the developer says next, we'll have okay. our next phase that would come to market. Gotcha. What's really cool is phase one had three different floor plans because oftentimes you'll go into places and it's just very much the all same, the same. cookie cutter. And they're not like anyone's not better or worse. They're different. Mm -hmm. So they have different sizes, gotcha. a little bit different price points, um, but they all are very big. What I can say is very wide homes. Some of the things that I feel make it a little bit different than a lot of the new builds in the city is they have really big roof decks, gotcha. for example. Okay. So that's like a really big deal. Like you guys know with real estate, having like a big roof deck's really sure. cool. And yeah. a lot of the units actually you can see downtown Pittsburgh. Oh, that's nice. cool. It's really pretty. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I know that they were doing those new builds on Sign Street in Mount Washington. So I don't know if you had any involvement in that. Yeah. No, or anything. but like if I'm gonna pay that much money for a new build, there's literally a water tower right behind half of them. Like, did you ever see that? It's uh -oh. built. He's talking about a different area. It, yeah, I'm talking about it, Mount Washington. Sign. Yeah, it's called Science Street. Okay. So it's a. They actually made the street. So and there's oh, wow. all those uh, like modern new builds, and it just goes uh -huh. up the hill. But it's right around Mount Washington Park, and it's right behind the water uh, tower. So I was <laughs> like, man, if I'm buying this for seven hundred fifty thousand, I don't know if I want to look at a water tower every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like part of it is is like there's just no land. There, if people yeah, want yeah, new yeah. houses. They're just beautiful stick a homes. house in and beautiful <laughs> homes, but the location yeah. I was just like, so that's pretty cool. I go to Lawrenceville often, so I need to check out that actual plot of land that you're talking about. And we see could it. like all meet up down there and have like a taco tour. Yeah, There's so many like Mexican places oh, opening yeah. up. Oh, yeah, God, yes, I'm yeah. into yes. all that. Yeah. <laughs> all of these. It's fantastic. <laughs> so that's so you're in where are we at? We we're at the first phase, and then you're on to the next. There's twenty one yeah. total. What's the average sale price going for for these? So homes? they start in the nine hundreds okay. and then they go up north of a million. So it depends on what size you're getting, where we're at. Gotcha. Typically over time there may be some price changes as more sell. That's very normal with mm -hmm. new construction. Like if you were ever to go to like a condo project, usually the first phase, the people that buy in early when there's mm -hmm. not a lot to see. And sometimes, as you know, construction costs change. That's actually, we're talking about new construction. You know, during the pandemic, a lot of materials went up quite a oh, bit. Yeah. Crazy. And we're still dealing with that like every year, beginning of the year, the prices change. And uh, I am very glad, though, to see that there are builders coming back to market because I feel like the pandemic slowed down new construction for mm. various reasons. But now there's a lot of demand still there, whether it's the suburbs or the city. People want a nice house. They're working from home still. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm seeing is the the buyers that are in like the four hundred to six hundred thousand dollar range where there's there's not really anything that, that satisfies their appetite. Yeah. Right. You know, it's either big old homes or, you know, it's a it's a brand new townhome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I've I've buyers right now that I'm working with, and and they're considering doing a custom build because there's just nothing out there for them. Yeah. And I'm like, Heck yeah, go do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you know all about that too, so that's good. You're able yeah, to help yeah. them. It's fun. I think I think new construction is great, especially if you have a good team around you. That's Correct. like. That's so if I'm the if I'm the buyer, right? What do, what are the pieces of the team that I need to start with? Like, where would you recommend somebody start when they're looking to do the type of projects that we're talking about? I know, like whether it's new construction or even an existing house. Like, whenever I'm working with a buyer, it's really finding out like some basic things. Yeah, how do they live? Like, for example, someone that might buy it or a district, they most likely want the walkability mm -hmm. because of where it's located. And they may pay a little bit more of a premium. As you guys know, like Lawrenceville is like a very in-demand neighborhood Absolutely. Yeah. where if someone else is like, you know what, that's not as important to me. I may be able to, you know, be more flexible or be in the suburbs that might give them a different price point, which if budget is more their focus. So, like, I think figuring out location yeah what your amenities are, um, price point is really important. But if you have a realtor helping, I do find it's good to have an agent that knows yep. that wheelhouse yeah. a little bit because yep. there are like different questions you can ask that you may not know unless you've 
been down that road before. Of course. And then also, like, if they are getting a mortgage, it's finding out, okay, is it a custom build ground up or is it something that's already coming out of the ground with a developer? That'll affect the type of mortgage that they right. get. Very smart. Yes. Yeah. So, so you need to have <laughs> a good, good. team. That's like, good. I have different lenders that are good for whatever scenario that's it may good. be. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, a new build Ryan Holmes, like, any lender can do those because they're going to get sold regardless. So they want the end loan. It doesn't have to be built from the ground up. So that changes your down payment. That changes your interest rate. That changes all that stuff. So it is good to not only have those partners, but to start with the realtor that can recommend them to the right person. And figure you know? out like, what do we actually need? Yeah. Like what type of lender, mm-hmm. what type of loan do we need? Yep. And then I think also figuring out like, you know, every client's different. Some people like Mm -hmm. their demands may be like very specific and some plans may not allow that level of customization. So figuring that out too, that might be what you're dealing with with your client right now. You can't find what you want. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then you go into like, cause, cause they want to do the whole custom route, right? Buy the lot, use a C to P construction, a permanent loan, and then build the house using that, um, and your down payment is effectively what you bought the lot for. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so now I'm finding with them, it's like all about the lot price, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. As, as much as you can, or as little as you can spend up front, the more you can spend on the back end on like customization of the home and whatnot. So, yeah. so it's kind of tricky in that, in that regard, but it's also fun. It is fun. Um, and then I'm running into actual like feasible, buildable lots, like, you can't uh, just you can't just like, you know, search on the MLS and send a a, a list of lots. Yeah. You know, what if one of the lots is you know on a high side? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. so you do got to do some more research. But I find that like in the end, after after the headaches are are over and the finished product is here and the buyers yeah. are presented with it, it's like that is the coolest experience to be part of. Oh, for right? sure. And then like you had brought up, like what are some of the things that you would need to know as a buyer? And you actually made me think of something when you're looking for land, at least when I've had people do scattered site building, it's really having a good developer on the team. So they maybe already know the builder or may not, but if mm-hmm. you have a builder, they may be a developer or they may have a developer they work with. Gotcha. So oftentimes when I've had someone, especially in the suburbs mm-hmm. where, like you said, you get this like listing and you drive by and it's like a hill that goes <laughs> up. Yeah. It actually may not end up looking like that when it's done. But if you have the developer drive out, even before you go under agreement, if it's yeah. not going to sell in a day, they can be like, you know what, this is going to be really hard to set a house or like the buyer may not realize that big piece of land they want in the woods is going to have a 300 foot driveway to get to their house, which yeah. means 300 feet of utility lines that they didn't budget for is extra like six yeah. figures yeah. Wow. and that could blow their budget. So that's where if you have a good developer builder, they're going to think about the non-sexy stuff like sewage lines and whatnot and how that's going to affect okay. their bottom line. That's so, really cool. Yeah. Okay. So explain the difference for the 25 million listeners that are tuning in right now. Right now. Right now. Uh, uh, love it. Between, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> between a builder and a developer, because a lot of people are like, well, aren't they just one and the same? Yeah. But yeah. why would you get a builder independent of a developer? Well, so I can say like, so my father and my brother, like it's media homes, builders and developers. And I don't know if that's super common anymore. Like my dad can look at a piece of land and he's like, 
it's wild. His, the way his brain works, he's like, well, I already can see where I'm going to cut this down and put the house. This is where you want to sit it. This is where the light's going to hit. His brain works mm, that way. Yeah. So it's actually very cool as a builder. So he actually owns the company where he has all the foremen and then they have employees, but then they have subs that come in for the electric, but yeah. they're people they have relationships yep. with, mm-hmm. yep. but he's also able to look at the land and then he brings in people to develop the land, like meaning digging it out, yeah, but he it. knows how to develop it. He knows how to work with the township. He knows how to pull the utility easement, like information, the permits for those types of things, not just the permits for building the house. But there are some builders where they may be able to come in, but they may have someone they work with in addition Mm -hmm. to develop the land or... If you wanted a general contract it yourself, that would be a very ambitious buyer, but they may. Yeah. You God might need a developer soul. to come yeah. in. God bless that soul. Yeah. Yeah. It like GC in your own project, uh, yeah, It's buddy. really fun. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. It's, I can only imagine the headaches I would have if I started just with a piece of land. Ryan's so got I'm it. just working on a small house, like finishing A flipper. It. Right it's going to rent, yeah. yeah. It's a burr method, but like at the end of the day, like just the... It, it takes 17 years to get as good as you are. You know what I mean? Because you've gone through so many different experiences. I never did any of that. Like, yeah. I'm the mortgage guy. I'm on the phone <laughs> talking. I just answer finance questions. So I'm like, a contractor's charging what? Like, what? <laughs> like, so that's really cool that you have all the tools in your belt, you know? Yeah. So if someone comes to you. I should have worn a tool belt. You should have. Yo. I brought the hat. Yeah, the hats were. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only negative one we're going to give you, but we're really let down about that's that. That's easy. So, yeah. No. But it, it's just. There's so many things that could go wrong. I have a friend building, and he's building in Mount Washington. He was, uh, he's had, and he knows his stuff. He's flipped houses, but having the developer. Big Rob G? Yeah. Having things go wrong with the original builder and things like that. So then you have to find a new builder. I'm just like... Boy, that seems like a headache. You know, the end product's going to be amazing. He plans to have a rooftop on top of his rooftop. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I love that's it. his goal. So, well, yeah. He probably has an amazing view from he there. Does. That's gonna add, that is something, like, the views in the city can add value to your house. I asked oh, yeah. an appraiser that once, and I'm like, what do you think? And we were just, like, spitballing on a house. He was like, it can sometimes be 40 grand, just the Yeah, the have view. that view. Yep. Just the view, 40 grand. Yeah, Yeah. that was what one person said. Well, that's why people get mad if you're building and blocking your view because that literally takes away value. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So in in Lawrenceville, you can only build so high, right? What is that? I was curious. So my understanding, again, I'm not an architect. So architects actually are really good. They're really good with the zoning. Depending where you are in the city, my understanding is is sometimes those roles are different depending where you're at. But when I built, at least at the time, it was... 40 feet high and three stories. Okay. So if you were, you, then you're thinking, oh, well, I could do four stories and it's 40 feet high. No, that would be like a variance would be needed oh, okay. when, this, when I built my house. So I okay. did three stories. It just had to be under 40 feet or 40 feet max. Gotcha. Otherwise, you have to go through the variance which uh, is getting approved by the city, right? Yeah, and they have like big meetings and it's just, right. and it takes time. And yep. so it takes time to get on the calendar. Then they say when your date is. And then they have, I don't, I'm not sure what anymore. It might be like 45 days to respond. So you yeah. have to like budget in all this time and then see what wow. happens. And gotcha. just for my knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so how In the millions of viewers. I, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Mid millions. <laughs> About how much time is it taking 
for a variance. Say, so I know I need three foot offsets on each side of the house if yeah. I'm going to build from the property line, right? So if I wanted to build with two foot offsets, I submit for a variance. About how long is that taking? Um, I honestly don't know currently. I was uh-huh. just talking to one of the developers I work with yeah. on the way here, and he was just talking like regular like renovation permits that there's so many like cogs oh, in the how, wheel right now. Yeah. Like you you would put in, and then they come back declined because we need more information, but mm-hmm. that it's not very clear what they're looking for, and you think you've submitted it, and then that can take another week to hear back. So the variance part, I don't know how long it takes, but I do know yeah. there's a whole process with paperwork, mm-hmm. getting on the calendar you have to yeah. do a presentation i've gone to those like zoning meetings before yeah, where i have had to go down there with a builder and a developer and the architect and it was like literally like you're at court and they have like boards and this is wow. what we'd like to do and then the neighbor comes out and says i object yeah and then the wow. next person says i am i'm in support of this and then <laughs> yeah. there's like a whole row of people on the stage i'm like this is so wild That's all crazy. in favor say i and then you get that one Karen that shows up, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> "I love it." Yeah, she's just mad and doesn't want you to enjoy your house at all. I will so. say this though, like at least that one that I went to, there was maybe a Karen. Yeah, and uh, it ended up coming down to what does the code allow for, not what the opinion mm. says. Oh, okay. And well, so that's they good. did really look at the code, and so whatever the final. Yeah, you know, rolling was yeah. So it would probably be something where there's like unanimous like um like opposition. So like if not one Karen showed up, but we had 150 Karens there, then <laughs> the Karen been, brigade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good band name. Yeah. Like a metal band. Yeah. Karen Brigade. Like, that's scary. (laughs) We just took off the heavy metal or the rock rock button in place of the bomb. That's That's great. You know, I like rocks, though. So, I I bring that up, but hopefully, if you're a buyer and you're tuning in right now, there are, you know, some delays that can happen yeah and and just kind of expect that during the process a little bit yeah i would say um you know i'll be honest with you when my dad builds a house like they were only delayed by one month during the pandemic so i will give them props for that like it took them they took a month hire them (laughs) yeah i mean they just have it so like streamlined how they when you have like relationships with certain subs like for 10 20 years it's like there's expectations Mm -hmm. however i will say this when you have a big community whether it's a building or it's not just a one-off house you know it could be anything that holds things up it could be like the electric company doesn't show up the day they're supposed to or it rains for five days and they can't do something so that delay then um delays maybe an inspection with the inspector which then delays them allowing the next step to happen it's like a whole domino and if that domino falls out of line Mm -hmm. and that person isn't now available that week because they're on a different job for whatever reason that's where a lot of the delays happen i try my best to explain that to buyers um i know like even like for lenders like that's always a good conversation to have for sure um there's just things out of our control Mm -hmm. sometimes you know it may be something in our control but oftentimes it could be a delay like the kitchen cabinets are stuck on a boat or something you know it could be anything yeah that's a real situation yeah Yeah. (laughs) so if it let's just use the real life example that we have in front of us the aurora district right aura sorry i said it wrong um but at the end of the day i always mess where up so this is normal for the podcast <laughs> so i love you man. yeah i know so at the end of the day how if i go under contract and say i love this one how long till i get the final yeah. product so 
if we have someone sign off, let's say like this week, so depending on when someone signs off, that can also affect the delivery. Okay. But if someone were to sign off now, they're targeting like end of summer, early fall. Oh, wow. For the units that are already out of the ground. I mean, I could meet you guys down there and I could just take you through a four-store unit right now. It's not drywalled, but it's framed. That's so awesome. the fact we're already out of the, the ground gives buyers a little bit more peace of mind. Like you can see it's happening, number yep. one. Yep. It's like already this far in. That's Those are good signs. Um, I've actually sold a lot of houses in the East End that were dirt, like meaning there is a listing to be built. There's a piece of land and we wow. have to cast the vision. Those ones, it takes a little bit longer to get that buyer because they have to understand it. So as a realtor, we have to have like really good renderings, floor yeah. plans, specs, be able to get a buyer excited, really understand what it is. And those ones do take longer to sell, but I will say those buyers are really excited in the end because oftentimes they're getting something a little bit more close to what their maybe their dream was. They're like, this yep. is it. This is what I've been waiting for. Yep. However, the ones that are already out of the ground, we can already see the ends in sight. So yeah. it can be happening a little bit quicker. It's so much easier to yeah. sell something that you can touch and feel yes yep. feel how big a room is absolutely yes absolutely yeah it's fun it, and it's nice even like selling a box right even if there's no countertops no cupboards no nothing or anything you know you can still envision it but be in the room yeah yeah it's much easier than going oh here's a rendering of your beautiful home yeah yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so that would be summertime, and then the new ones, you can still get those ones, but those are going to be next year projects, basically, right? Because they're not yeah, out of the ground They're not yet. announced yet, yeah, but yes. Yeah, gotcha, cool. yeah. gotcha. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, because obviously there's a lot of options out there, and you, you, like I said, you hear good stories, you hear not-so-good stories, you hear good builders, not-so-good builders. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, I don't want to mess the name up, Madia, right? Media is a great company. So yeah. that's where, do they cool. where do they service? Where do they service? My dad, Frank, Media, and my brother, Luke. So they build quite a bit in the north area. So um, we do a lot of North Allegheny School District, Pine Richland, Hampton, um, okay. Fox Chapel. Are they building communities or just <laughs> individual houses? We have communities and individual. Oh, that's awesome. And like, if you have someone, we'll do a scattered lot also. And so yeah, they're very high-end custom. Oh, cool. We've done everything. I mean, my dad even has put like a shooting range in someone's basement oh, wow. before with a little guy that that's like is so on paper. Cool. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, we've done like everything. Um, yeah. From modern to farmhouse, traditional, okay. contemporaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the city, I'm tied in, fortunately, with a few different developers and even like the East Liberty Community Group. We've been bringing some really beautiful houses to East Liberty. And yeah, yeah. the ones on Beatty or Beatty, however you announce yeah. it, those are awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just sold one mm -hmm. last night. Oh, that was different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. We, last, didn't even, we didn't even plan that. No, we did. That last night. Kind of? Yeah, awesome. it was literally a Valentine gift. That's <laughs> awesome. The wow. <laughs> wow. Which, uh, how many are there? Three or four? There's four there. Four. Which one was it? Yeah, so it was like the third one in. Okay. So okay. I just was brought onto the project in January. So They're that was gorgeous. a different developer. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's fun though. What I can say is love new construction. I'm like such a city girl. And so it's really fun to see this happening. And yeah. it's, truthfully, I get to meet such interesting people like, people that are like new construction or contemporary houses and we you know there's all types of beautiful homes but yep. i get to meet people from other cities oftentimes or in different industries that normally i wouldn't cross paths with and yeah. I, like i enjoy that so. yeah that's awesome yeah. yeah it uh i'm 
I respect what you've built. I mean, over the last 17 years, uh, we were creeping on your numbers earlier. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just a little. She's, <laughs> she sold two houses for two million this year so yes. far, which is unbelievable. <laughs> and then last year, how many transactions? Like, I think 69. That's <laughs> something, like, something like that. For, I have yeah. to look. I you were, you was... were, you were top 50 in on the MLS. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and a lot of my stuff isn't in the multi list. That's what that's, yeah. awesome. that's what I was saying. Yeah. Cause we do a lot of stuff off market. So yeah. like um yeah, and that's actually something cool. Like, you know, I have agents call me all the time. They're like, Do you know of something that's gonna happen? Especially in like Lawrenceville and East Liberty, I get mm -hmm. calls. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Yeah. And if I'm working with a developer, they're like they might say yes, like just sell it because they're already like planning on the next that's house, like they're renovating. Yep. So it's a little bit different than a homeowner. They may be willing to sell it pre coming to you know, going to the market. Yeah. Oh, so that's cool. yeah, that's not always the norm. I always think it's good to put stuff on the open market because everyone has access to it. It gives mm -hmm. everyone a fair shake. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it keeps me busy. Definitely, <laughs> it keeps me busy. I would imagine. I dream about yes. blueprints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> kidding. <laughs> yeah. So Tanner do. also shared something with us uh, or with me before you got here that you have also been on a TV show, right? So H on HGTV. Oh, HGTV. Yeah. Yeah, so. you can find that clip. I have like short hair, and really? I'm, I have like a major Yinzer moment. Oh, nice. Yeah, I my friend Yenzer made it moments. his ringtone for a while. He took really? like the sound bite. <laughs> Where I was like dollar, like like dollar. It's so like when I would call, I was like, thank you. That's so great. So, but I am. How long ago was that? Um, I don't even remember. It was a minute ago. Okay, yeah, gotcha. it was a minute ago. It was HGTV, my first place. That's really cool. So, what, what was the premise? Uh, so that's the TV show where you have first time home buyers and oh, they're okay. looking for a house. They narrow it down to three. Which one will they buy? Yeah. So mine was called Credit Crunch's Dreams. You can find it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's like, will the credit crash their dreams of buying a house? So I have to give a big great. reveal. That's fantastic. <laughs> so how does that work? So you said they narrow it down to three. So you, did you show them several houses? Oh, before? we saw way more oh, okay. houses gotcha. than was on the show, gotcha. but gotcha. there were three they narrowed it down to mm -hmm. and then they okay. pick one okay that's was it, pretty cool was it fun like was the process fun was it cool oh, to be in front totally of cameras fun. and all that you know why because my buyers are actually friends of mine like friends of the family oh really and like Literally, one day we went out to go see houses, and they're like, Sarah, we like applied to be on this TV show. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was going to say we should apply because I just saw the <laughs> nice. thing. And so they picked us. And they got selected. That's fantastic. It was very rare, they said, that a buyer applied because it was always the realtors are like, I want to be on TV. Sure. Yeah. So that actually kind of, I think, pushed us ahead in oh, the that's process. Wow. That's really cool. I always wondered how you get on those shows. Secrets. So, yeah. I, I actually know. got called for a couple dating shows. Really? <laughs> Made it through some interviews, never got cast though no <laughs> oh that would God. have been fun to watch what i was like hilarious. dying right now i wish it was like on you can borrow this hard hat yeah <laughs> it was hilarious so the one concept was um so i have a duplex right and after like some details were were um you know worked through we were gonna have my buddy who lives upstairs go rent um well they were gonna pay for it, rent a hotel room for 30 days and then 
six women were going to come and live in my duplex. And that was, that's what the dating show is going to be. Did you pitch the show? No, no. Did he pitch it? That's great. Oh my God. That's funny. Yeah. But no, they pitched it. I didn't, I didn't Tanner was it. going through a dry spell. So He's he was like, like let's no, be creative. Let's make a show where six girls just live with me. So, about a I mean, honestly, and I, and it's genius. Yeah, I get paid. You, yeah. <laughs> if you thought of it, that's very intelligent. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, Oh, so what hilarious. happened? Did they ever make uh, the show? No, and they never called me back. Okay. Yeah. All it's right. funny though. Well, that's really if funny. You're out there, and well, he's taken now. <laughs> yeah, but he'll yeah. let you use his duplex. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that thing's so, making me money. All right, all right, all right, yeah, we'll work out the details. So, that's great. You guys are fun. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about Sarah. What do you want to know? What do you do for fun? What makes you tick outside of real estate? Outside of real estate, honestly, like I just love people. I love being yeah. around people. Um, I don't know. I, I think I've always been like, I mean, sounds goofy to say. I've always been like the same person, even like before and, you know, during real estate. Like, yeah, I'm like hyper focused when I'm in my career. Yeah. But like truthfully, like I just opened up this book I ordered from like France, this photographer I love. <laughs> and it's all like beautiful art photos of skateboarders. Like I oh, freaking love cool. skateboarding awesome. and yeah. surfing. Like I've always been like a super beach girl. I've yeah. loved extreme sports. Like I just watched another documentary yesterday while I'm doing Ooh, my agreements. It? it was on uh, Chad Muska and Vice. Like he's like, he's like a, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. I just like, that's me. Like sometimes I'm like, I feel like I should be in Southern California versus mm. Pittsburgh, but I love Pittsburgh. Um, mm. So that's me. I just, I just like getting together. I love to have bonfires. Um, I love to go to church. Like I'm definitely like very spiritual. I'm a Christian. Nice. So I feel like I have a lot of different aspects and I love business. I've always loved art. A lot of layers of the onion. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah there's, cool. there's a lot of things going on there. I mean, you know, life's hard. Like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I've had, like, a few, like, rough years, personally, just with some things going on. And I don't know, it just makes me grateful for every day. And just, like, experiences, like, being with you guys. It yeah. is, like, yeah. you know, it's That's fun. Awesome. It's fun. So. You can tell you love what you do. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs> doesn't seem like work. And when you're talking about, like, things you do, you're like, yeah. uh, like, you intertwine your life with work almost. And it meshes perfectly, it seems like. So yeah. that's really cool. We seem to get you at a skate park, it sounds like. So Yeah, I would love to. Actually, the there's one over by my house in Carnegie. There is one. I, they, literally, they have one over there. And I'm like. She's I'm, got one on a rooftop. What are you talking about? No, if you had that, that's yeah, just a, that's But no, I will say actually. this. My, uh, <laughs> that's really dangerous. <laughs> my, one of my favorite real estate photographers, Kirsten, shout out. We've already talked about. <laughs> we're going to go to the pump track and skateboard together she goes and like one of my clients overheard us and was like I want to go That's so <laughs> I haven't done this in years but I'm like let's try I will so I ordered you. like yes. some really dorky knee pads and elbow pads <laughs> that have rainbows on them <laughs> That's perfect. I used to can skateboard you, when I was really? younger. You and can then, come to you. Yeah, I was going to say, I would love to. Because okay. when I see people doing it, I never have the right shoes on. And I'm like, I'm not going to go do that in these shoes. But I'll be prepared. We'll probably you show up prepared. and there'll probably be a bunch of like eight-year-olds there. That's and then fine. we'll just be like this like cool That's, kid gang. Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I tried to skateboard like yeah. three years ago. Picked it up for the first time. Oh really? <laughs> I was didn't and, and and the first time I ever tried it, I was trying to go into like a mini ramp. Yeah. Oh, that was your first thing you were like trying to drop, drop. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Didn't do it. 
know what though? Like that's cool. Give you credit for it. From my hip to my knee was covered yeah. in bruise. Just yeah. I snowboard still. So I just went to Park City, Utah, oh, and it was like one of those things where you don't want to come back. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Like, oh my God! Can Pittsburgh be my second home? And I'll Did just you see Posty here. out there. Huh? You see Posty out there? No. Post Malone? No. I don't think he lives out in Park City. Does he? Yeah. You didn't see me. I might have actually went past. <laughs> <laughs> I might have went past one of his mansions because, like, it was just beautiful modern architecture out there. And as I'm going down a mountain that I could probably mm-hmm. die on, I'm like really more interested in the houses. Like, like house. yeah, like yeah. it was. It was an awesome experience. And That's amazing. I, like skateboarding, I could get hurt a lot easier. Yeah, so for I sure. tend not to try and do stuff I can. Like break limbs on snowboarding, I'm good enough where I don't. That doesn't worry me, you know. Yeah, do you snowboard too. You know what? I don't like the cold. No, okay. I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah, I tried surfing, and God bless you if you're good at it. Because I stood up and I lasted about ten seconds. I fell into the water, but at least I was able to stand up and ride away. Yeah, dude, that's pretty, pretty cool. I couldn't even stand up. Really? I watched you like guys two. Could all do it. Like, I watched you just need two someone YouTube to like kind of help you. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what it was. It was I was stubborn. It was like you can rent this surfboard for twenty dollars for the hour. Or you could have a guy come out for hundred and fifty. And I'm like, nah, give me the board. Yeah, like, I'll just board. try I'll this. Figure this out. So I had yeah. the worst hour of my life trying to surf yeah. by myself. Yeah, <laughs> it was in Maui, and I was supposed to do the road to Hana. Okay, and I was exhausted after doing an hour and a half of surfing. And I told my wife, I was like, we're not going to road to Hana. I can't make it. <laughs> I, was like, I gotta go sleep. Like it was literally. You need to be was, awake if you're driving that road. It's it, like, yes, oh, it was. Re- you drive right very off a dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it, you just your eyes just look at all the scenery and you. You could go off the mountain like it's crazy. That's in Maui. It was just nuts. That's yeah, cool. yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. So we that's ne- so fun. Yeah, <laughs> I I hate to ask like a stupid interview question. What? What do you where do you see yourself in five years? But like, you know, looking down the pike, like what's what are your goals? What are your ambitions? What are you working towards? Yeah, so um, it's funny you ask. So I actually just got a real estate coach. So like ambition wise nice. with uh, business, I feel like it's who, something who, that I need. Who is ambition wise? Is it? No, I mean I'm just saying my ambition. Oh, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it's work. It's Workman Systems is who I signed okay, up okay. with. I had been, you know, I just feel like they're a really good fit. Um, I would love to like build my business so that I could grow it to be honest with you, but in a proper way and have people that I can look up to that have already done it right and have Mm. knowledge to share. I don't know it all at all. And so- It's so humble of you and like so self-aware of you. After 17 years of being in this business, you get a coach. Oh yeah. Like that's that's incredible to me. This is my first real coach. Like I kind of like just wink. It, to be honest and <laughs> yeah. like learned on the fly but I probably learned some bad habits along the way too and some yep. good ones yeah. so they have systems in place and I want to learn my coach is like around my age but she's like further along in this process by leaps and bounds that's and awesome we can act really great and I'm really excited about that and she she she's making me write my goals down right now so that was nice. a we just met this morning virtually um but yeah so I definitely want to do that um you know, I'm doing a little bit more commercial business, which has been really fun too. Like helping yes. some buyers buy buildings, buildings. and businesses. It is. I've got a commercial deal under contract yeah. right now, and it's it's fun. It's it like, is. Like it was a little bit of a of a scarier endeavor because I I had never done it right. Uh, I 
once, but really all I did was connect two attorneys and got paid for it. That was <laughs> crazy. But like being yeah. involved in this deal, like I was afraid of it. I, I, I feel like I wasn't looked at as the expert and, yeah. and that like, I got a thing about me where <laughs> it yeah. makes me feel bad about myself, but like yeah. diving into it and getting into it, it's not difficult. We're already it's managing just, transactions as is yeah. and expectations. It's yeah. just maybe a little bit less emotional. Yeah. Yeah. You're so correct yeah. right there. Less emotional, more transactional. And really it's a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, can be. It's how like, commercial lending is easier <laughs> <than> residential <laughs> lending. So yeah, that's uh that's and I think it's really awesome you have a coach too because I've done private coaching outside of like Movement Mortgage, yeah. um, the company I work for, and yeah. at the end of the day, the one of the guys who has a very successful team in my office, he is coached beyond just not mortgages, like a life coach. You oh, know, cool. and, it was, and it's more so what you're saying, like putting your ambitions in line with your work goals and everything at once you know what I mean um, it's definitely something that you need like you said you don't know everything and all the successful real like the highly uh, the higher volume realtors I should say right because everyone has their own successes but they all seem to have coaches professional Mm -hmm. athletes have coaches and they're professional mm-hmm. athletes. Like, why? Yeah. So why doesn't everybody have a coach? Right. You know what I mean? So that's something I, that yeah. I know I could benefit from more, yeah. too. Yeah. I did Tom Ferry for a year. Oh, cool. It was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, I learned a lot. Got a bunch of different strategies down, kind of how to organize my calendar. And, and, and then in some specific transactions, got some, like, really good, really good info yeah. where I would probably just kind of... Yeah, Have you heard of Big this? Joel? Yeah. Big Joel? Osteen? Yeah. Big, no, no. I think, or it's, I thought it was Epstein. Joel Epstein. Uh-uh. So he's the coach I did outside, and it was for six months. And honestly, it changed my business. Really? Like, it was amazing. Like, That's and cool. I was out of pocket, everything. I was like, if you did it, I'm doing it. And I literally would not re- I encourage people to do it. You yeah. know, it literally helped my business double in a nice. year. And well, it was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I'm like so fresh at it, but I can already see, like, I'm yeah. just so excited. Like, so I was on a call about a week ago. They like, they're like, just call into this Zoom call. And it was basically people that run brokerages that are coaches in this group. Gotcha. Them all talking about what's going on. One guy was like in Columbia or something like zooming in and I'm like these people are at like this level and I can learn so much from them not saying like we all have the same path but it just was really cool to be in a room with um a lot of people doing like things at a different level mm-hmm. and yeah you just don't know what you'll hear there might be that one little nugget right. you're like oh that would really help me so I'm really excited about that um one of the other things that's really cool I don't want to say this is like necessarily answering your question about goals but um one of my girlfriends who's a realtor Jen Solomon she started mm-hmm. with some other ladies women in real estate winner Pittsburgh and I think they have already over cool. 500 women realtors in the city and suburbs it's not even a year old i think that's awesome really yeah and so they're doing i think i've seen that women in real estate yeah real estate w-i-n-r that's cool they have like every month or every few months a a meetup and it's cool because there's some big ballers that are coming out and then there's like brand new agents and it's super supportive and encouraging environment Mm. and i think the more that we can all work together especially realtors from like different brokerages like we're at different companies we've been buddies like since day one yeah, for yeah. sure. You know? I, I mean, it goes back to like community over competition, right? Correct. I mean, it's it's 
I want to work with people. I love that. that. Say that one more time. Community, community over competition. competition. That's I love that. Right. A lot of people need to hear that. That's why I wanted you to repeat it. Yeah, yeah. Even it's, in my in the mortgage world, like it's community over competition. There's enough houses, enough mortgages. It's literally, if you look at the best producer and what their slice of the pie is, it's still this big. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like. We're not competitors. Like, we're all in this together. And if you take that outlook, you'll build your business twice as much. And the reason I'm saying it is I've met some recent uh, loan officers that aren't about the community over right. competition. They're yeah. more about competition over community. And I'll be I refer business out to loan officers all the time if I can't do it. But here, this is for you. Or John we had on here, refer that mm-hmm. out to commercial mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So it's just the more connections you have, the better off you're going to be. That's it, connections. I want to yeah. work with somebody who like I have a relationship with or that I've done a deal with in the past, right? That's gone smoothly. Because yeah. it just makes it makes the whole transaction, especially if some issue pops up, it's easier to like overcome that issue and work together yes. as opposed to, well, my buyer isn't going to do that. My seller isn't going to do this. It's like, hey, we all four of us, all four parties yeah. involved have the same goal and it's get to the closing table. Yep. So let's all work. And I you know. think with the residential side too, like I always try to look at it like whoever the buyer is, they might be buying like this is their first home or it's like, it's their home in general, you yep. know, and like the seller may be selling a home. They have a lot of emotional attachment for, for mm-hmm. whatever reason. So I like try to keep that in mind. So like the, like less heightened things can be, Yes, it just, it helps everybody. Like the realtors, we get less headaches, but like, it, it's just like a better, they're more excited at the closing table. Yep. So I don't know. I try to remember that. Yeah, yeah, happy closing tables are are great closing tables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we've had some bad ones, and we've talked about them on here. Oh, oh, you ever had a silent one? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did last summer, and, and it was all of my buyers. I just. just those are yeah. the ones where sometimes you just call ahead and you have like a scheduling change and they <laughs> yeah. sign separately. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. to keep it chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, even, even well, we did sign separately, okay. and I showed up to the closing, and it was silent between me and the buyers. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was bad. That's great. Uh, but so. I don't know. <laughs> well, listen. So pumped to have you on. Like, thank, thank you for, you for coming me. on. Thanks you know, for teaching us and giving us yeah. insights. I feel Seriously. like we just like scratched the surface. I know. Like, but we we <laughs> do this a lot. And then I'm like, we need more time. But I know. Uh, yeah. We're 55 minutes I into know. this thing already. Nice. Yeah. So, but honestly, you should come back and teach us the next phase of the process because yeah. people would love to. The biggest thing that scares people is not knowing. So yeah. if they're educated about it, and I saw you trying to hold my hand so, there. That was cute. Uh, I will. Uh, <laughs> I, I, got, I got sweaty so, palms, but you want But at the end of the day, like teaching. <laughs> and educating it's just gonna help your business grow too yeah so i think so and i think really too awesome. like the more as agents we can learn and i think yeah. that's why like i'm trying to learn more every day too like even just with like the commercial or like different things like i mm-hmm. want to feel a little bit challenged yes. so it's not the same old all the time mm-hmm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well give us your uh your social media pages yeah, where, where can, can we, we find you, you? oh thank you oh, jinx. So, <laughs> i'm on instagram <laughs> nice. at Sarah Media PGH, so S A R A H 
M like Mary, A-D-I-A-P-G-H. Nice. And so you can find me there. I just started a TikTok. I think I like. Let's go. Finally getting into that. Yeah. It's the same handle. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Cool. Good. Or sarahmedia.com. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. And the uh, development I mentioned in Lawrenceville, they have a website. It's A-U-R-A-P-G-H.com. And we have all kinds of great info. Awesome. Yeah. I was just on on the site earlier before you were in here. And it is. It's a wonderful site, whoever built it and it's super user friendly and gives you a bunch of information so well if you're looking to build in lawrenceville we have the person to connect you with so that's right I like it. It's it's her. I, <laughs> no, I was waiting for that. I was waiting it's for her. that. Oh, nah. <laughs> There's two sides of the deal. There is. It's there is. Yeah, there you is. bring the fire. Yeah, I'll, I'll provide the house. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right, we awesome. all win there. Well, thank you so thank much. You guys. Yes, thank you, guys. You're awesome. It was so great to meet you. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. I'm Tanner Hall. This is Ryan Sexton. And we are doing the deed. We're out.